Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. We saw data again this morning with the housing sentiment slowing. It's been happening for now almost a year as the Federal Reserve has embarked on its higher interest rate path. Let's talk about what it means for not just the homeowners, but housing investors. David Auerbosch joins us, Managing Director at Armada ETF Advisors. David, welcome back to the show. Oliver, great to see you. Thanks so much for having me again. Appreciate that. So there's some really interesting stuff here where uh, today home builders were actually up, uh, even though we had a bit of a soft data point and rates are on the move again. We've got the Fed getting ready to do 75. Is this the housing killer? I don't know if I would call it a housing killer. I mean, we keep seeing these negative reports that have been coming out month after month. But at the end of the day, you know, we're focused on the world of rentals. And so for us, all these data points are really showing bode well, in my opinion, for the residential REITs that we're focused on, the apartments, the single family rental, the manufactured housing REITs, and the senior housing REITs. Now, the rental market should, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and it's a fascinating situation where we might transition from home ownership to uh, housing rents, people no longer giddy to buy at a mortgage rate compared to a year ago. Uh, but uh, is there still a pain trade from the economy? How does that affect people's ability uh, to move, the mobility, to take on new rents? Does the economy generally softening bode well for renters? Well, at the end of the day, the rent, where you sleep at night is the most important investment decision any person makes every single day. And so for us, we know that mortgage rates have literally doubled year over year, and they're going to continue to rise. Home prices may have moderated somewhat, but they still have a long way to go to become affordable for the average consumer. When we look at the rental market, you know, these guys are still showing massive double digit uh, rental increases. And though the numbers may slightly decelerate versus their second quarter peaks, they're still reporting such strong results that there's still a long runway for this to grow. You know, last week was the big Bank of America read conference in New York. Many of the residential companies put out their uh, July and August updates ahead of the event. And on average, these guys were reporting, you know, again, just a back of the envelope number, called anywhere from a 10 to 12 percent uh, growth in July and August. And though that may be down slightly from their second quarter averages, they're still reporting 96, 97% occupancy. And so if we're still walking into rising interest rates, rising inflation, declining market conditions, these apartment guys, the residential guys are still showing very handed solid growth across the board. Mm. Uh, it seems to be showing up. Uh, the home builders are down 30% on the year. Uh, the house ETF uh, down less than half that. So there's a big degree of outperformance when you have companies focused on rentals. Uh, Avalon Bay, uh, one, of the, one of your top holdings, Equity Residential, another. Uh, these are generally uh, all, is it all residential, 100%, David, or do some of these companies have overlap? So first of all, I wanna uh, thank you for highlighting our performance. I'd like to stress one note there is, we're one of the very few active uh, REIT ETF products that are on the market. So I'd like to think our active approach has helped play into our performance metrics. You mentioned Avalon Bay and Equity Res. I was just in New York for our board meeting last week. I've been into New York about six or seven times this year, and every single time I'm back in the city, it looks more and more and more crowded than the last time that I was there. 
And so clearly New York is back. The coastal markets are coming back from their COVID lows. You know, a company to look at that's not in, the, in this list here is a company called UDR. It used to be known as United Dominion. It's now known as UDR. They have a great hybrid portfolio mix of Sunbelt and Coastal. And so for those that say the Sunbelt is dead, well, then this is a good way to play on that Coastal strength. But I think what you're going to look, what you have to look forward to now in the third quarter earnings season, which is going to be starting here in a couple of weeks, is basically how much did they grow in the third quarter? And more importantly, what does it look like into the fourth quarter? But even better, they're going to start establishing 2023 guidance here very soon. And the question is, what does this look like in 23, especially compared to, let's say, 2019, before COVID really started? You'll note that a lot of the REIT companies outside residential focus on the other sectors. When they're announcing earnings results or any reports, they're doing all of their comps versus 2019, meaning we're growing significantly. We've, we've gone past COVID and even past our peaks in 2019. So for a lot of the residential guys, and yes, we are pure play residential. For us, looking at uh, Avalon, Equity Res, UDR, American Homes for Rent, AMH, Invitation Homes, and some of the manufacturer housing guys like Equity Lifestyles, ELS, Sun Communities, SUI, and UMH, UMH Properties. You know, these are companies that are, again, are putting up consistent month over month growth, and that rental income is sticky. And so for the home, the average home investor who keeps seeing the negative headlines that are out there, remember that the rental income guys are the ones that are reporting consistent, solid numbers. At the end of the day, what do you want a good Wall Street company to do, uh, um, Oliver? You want them to grow revenues, grow profits, grow their guidance, and grow their dividends. And that's what's happening inside the Home Appreciation U.S. REIT ETF and its constituents. I was reading this morning uh, a Bloomberg analysis showing how much that monthly mortgage payment has risen. Uh, uh, so as that mortgage payment rises, the alternative for rents uh, becomes more interesting. Uh, to your point here, the growth being shown by these businesses. Any idea uh, what we should expect in terms of trajectory from here? I mean, is this going to be pretty correlated to uh, mortgages, which are correlated to rates. If we're trying to figure out how much rent can increase over the next six months, do we just basically need to figure out where the interest rate goes and project from there? I'd say it's a little bit of both. I will tell you at the end of the day, the rents are going to continue to rise. They may not be raising 10, 15, you know, 18 percent, but they may raise anywhere from, let's say, six to eight percent. I would say for this year, for most of the residential REIT guys, the multifamily guys, I'd say the numbers are in the bag. This year is already done. It's what it's going to look like ahead into next year. Are we talking Fed interest rate cuts next year? At this point, I don't think so. But I mean, again, it's too soon to tell. I think we need to focus on this year, the question of are we going to have, we know we have one. Is there going to be another one behind it? Is there going to be a third one? But remember, for every time that we raise those rates, that has a direct impact to the mortgage rate, which means the house gets that much more expensive, which means the renter will be renting for that much more longer. Mm. Uh, David, uh, when you look at, is it possible when you look at your fund uh, to figure out the net regional exposures when you go from company by company, then add it all up based on the weightings? Uh, do you have any idea kind of where the house ETF uh, uh, skews towards in terms of regional exposure? Yeah, if I had to back of it right now, I would say just taking a guess, I would say probably 60% Sunbelt, 40% Coast. 
Okay. But I will tell you that that coastal number has increased over the past quarter or two, because we are seeing the recovery in the coast. Our goal is to try to be proactive. We say that we're active, but we try to be proactive, try to get really ahead of that trend. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we did see our coastal exposure pick back up more. Look, you can't replicate New York City. You can't replicate San Francisco. There's only one New York City. There's only one San Francisco. And so for the companies like Essex, Avalon Bay, Equity Residential, there will always be a demand for their portfolio. And so I wouldn't be shocked if we changed our weightings gearing more towards the coast. Originally, when we built the fund, you know, when we built house, it was built off of two theses. Where are people moving across the country and which of the residential REIT segments benefit from that relocation? And so because of our active approach, that's something we're following every single day. Okay, David, thanks for the details. Appreciate it. Oliver, thank you so much. Sure thing. A helpful discussion to understand the transition from home ownership to renting right now. David Auerbach is the managing director at Armada ETF Advisors HAUS to fund.